just money. It's made up. And a discussion, uh, he said he in the budget up. Uh, ain't gotta talk about nothing else. And a discussion, uh, he said he blowing the budget up. Uh, come to the table. Yeah, back outside, I'm You got me beat. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to beat you, bro. I'm not in competition with you. We on the same team. We on the same team. They try to pit us against each other. They say, "Yo, Tev can't guard Bird." You know. No, nah, but he can't. He can't. But that's okay. What do you think the ones will look like? What do you think the ones will hit for? I win every spot. You score every spot. You know, honestly, honestly, this is on my mother. No, no, this, not even, not even on no funny, haha. Like all jokes aside, let's be serious for a little bit. We need to be more serious on this podcast anyways. I feel like all we do is play. Five spots? <laughs> you think someone is... Five spots, you have, five spots, you have no way. You think anyone has ever, like, in my lifetime, in my grown-ass life, beaten me five spots? Like, five spots? Hold on, hold on, hold on. has Tyler ever beat you? You know what's so funny about that? Hold on, I just want to know. I just, one question, has Tyler ever beat you? Tyler and I have been playing one-on-one -on -one since. No, has he ever beat you? It's okay, I'll start off know. with yes. He's beating me. <laughs> bro, you're not beating me, I promise bro. you Tyler's up in your series. You versus Tyler. Tyler's never beat me. Tyler Talk into the mic. No one -on -one. You're on a podcast. Yo, Tyler doesn't win no one-on-ones. I can call JT right now. Tyler's never one-on-one. I think Tyler's probably... You're going to get me upset. I'm going to defend Malton. But just notice... One-on-one, -on -one, Tyler and I have probably been playing since the third grade. The first win he got on me probably was, like, in the 10th grade by one point. Like, dash up, throw the basketball over your head, competing up to three. I probably put $10 on it because, you know. Here, Hold on, hold on. Here's your, here's your Talk thing. to me. I could play Tyler one-on-one -on -one from the time I came out my daddy's nuts. Yo, honestly, I don't. All the way, all the way until I'm 100 years old. He would. No, Tyler's my guy. We're not doing one thing. We're not gonna do on the birds view. I know we got a Tyler counter because we bring Tyler's name up a lot. One day we'll do the Tyler reveal for y'all as well. There's no Tyler slander on this on this podcast. We could do that on our next no, podcast. I'm not, I'm not killing. I'm not. I'm not slandering Tyler. Tyler's a good basketball player. He just can't beat me one on one. All right, we're gonna set the. Maybe we can set it up. Get some cameras. Get a camera crew. You come to Toronto. I know you. What? Why would I do that to my friend? You've been ducking the Toronto smoke that for a is, long time. That is... Why you don't come to Toronto and play called? me, bro? Honest. Why you don't come to Toronto and play Bowser? Why you don't come play the big homie? Right. The big boss? Hold on. What is, it, what is it called when it's just like an open crucifixion? Like on no, YouTube why don't you come to Toronto that? and play me? Why you don't play the big homie? That's what the people want to know. That's what the people want to Honestly, that'll get us a, honestly, get us a million views. But you don't want to do that. But, but here's the thing, though. I'm with that. But it just kind of bothers me that you lost to Tyler. Bro, Tyler's from my hood. Tyler knows, like, it's different. I wouldn't let you get a one. I probably wouldn't let you get a spot. All right, bring us in. I like Bring it. us in. I, yeah, and, yo, if y'all are watching up there, you got that's the energy of this whole pot. We giving it up this whole pot. Yo, you got me turned up Y'all are in now. for a treat. I ain't going to lie. The energy's high. It's turned up. A lot of things have happened. And you're tuned into the best basketball podcast on earth. We got Ocean Drive Bird. Yeah, we got Big Pet. Hey, not the little one. Not the little that one. That part. And you could be anywhere in the world. But you here with us, baby. Hey, let's get it.
Tev, you brought up a great point, man. We gotta we gotta talk. Let's about start it off. Talk to me. Victor Wimbenyana. Victor. Victor, what's up? You want to start it off or do I start? How do we do this? You get the ISO, I'll set you a screen. Yo, Victor Wembanyama, I am not a fan, and I do not think it works. Why though? Like it's the it's the thing about um as far as like the scale on a player, like I feel like he's too far right on the scale for it to. What work. does that mean? Break it like, down. When I see when I see players that come out like similar to Zion, like his height and his weight. Like, as far as that working in the NBA, like, I just don't say working. Yeah, it looks cool, 7'6", can shoot and do all these things, but you're honestly just more susceptible to injury. Like, when I'm looking at certain dudes, like a guy like Ann Edwards and how he's physically capable, his body and how he's built, or you got Apollo Banchero. Like, these young guys, when they come in, like, their size and their weight, like, it's comparable. Like, you know for a fact, like, they're physical enough and it's going to work. When I look at a dude like Victor, I'm like, yo, this dude will just get bullied. Like, by everybody. How does he even get to any spot? Is he just going to shoot for 45 feet the whole time? So, one of your examples was... But but I do think that he can be a Porzingis. Porzingis. Porzingis is really good. Very good. But they're talking about Victor's changing the landscape of basketball in the history of the world. So you used Ant Edwards as an example. Pitbull, stocky, right. traditional traditional talent. Traditional talent, two guard, perfect size, perfect build. So are you taking... Jimmy Butler built. So then, Jaybird, are you taking Scoot over Victor? With the number one pick, would you take Scoot Henderson over Victor Webinyana? Talk to me. No businessman is taking Scoot over Victor. Do you believe in Scoot? I think Scoot. I think Scoot's good. I think he'll. I think he'll be solid. I can see. I can see Scoot. Scoot doing well. But of course, you take Victor. I just don't think Victor works. I think it works for the money. Like the NBA is a business. So if we want to make money, we take him. Yeah. If I want to keep my job, I you take Victor. If you want to keep your job, because if Victor doesn't pan out, it comes off as well. What do you want me to do? He was the best prospect. Right. But you know, what? I'm actually taking Scoot. I don't. Ooh. What are you taking? How is Victor gonna work? Help me out. I don't even know what position he's gonna play. He's clearly a wing. The only thing that I like about Victor that there's hope for, he seems to embody the Mamba mentality. He seems to be a top tier, different level of competitor. And I don't know. In my heart, there's always room for that. You can always make it work if you're that type of competitor. He doesn't want to sit out games. Mm-hmm. There's room for that. Somehow those people always end up landing on their feet. With that being right. said, he's a wing. Right. Their highlights are floating around of him getting bullied, like him getting legitimately yeah. bullied. What do you think if those overseas dudes are going to bully him? What do you think Zion's going to do with Victor on a matchup? Yo, his chest is going to be caved. What's in. the lefty guy's name on the, uh, what is it? Kenny Lofton. Julius Randle. Kenny Lofton. What is Kenny Lofton going to do with Victor Webinyana? And he's barely in the rotation. Yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's going to be super tough for Vic. Like, like I said, I think he's I I one hundred percent think he's talented. Yeah, no, definitely. But they give him the Kevin Durant label, but I'm I'll give him more Przingis. So my question for you is, why do I want Victor? All right, he's supremely skilled. He's very skilled, especially at right. was he seven feet. Seven, like seven five. But when these guys don't spend any time in the post, they cut their advantage. 
So if Victor's right. on the wing, why would I want Victor Webinyana with the ball on the wing over a Zach Levine? Why would I give you an ISO on the wing over Zach Levine? Does that make any sense to you? I mean, they're saying he can shoot over anybody. Congrats. How lethal of a shooter is he? He he can stroke it. Hey. Hey, you. <laughs> and it started. Jaber is on his shit. Bestiality. Yo, come on, bro. What is wrong with you? But no, I'm not a Victor <laughs> believer, bro. I don't get it. I don't. It it seems gimmicky. Like we've seen Mo Bamba already. Why do we need? <laughs> you know what I mean? I like Mo Bamba though, but I it's a, it's a cute mean. thing. Oh my gosh, you're yeah. seven foot with a decent handle. If you're not Kevin Durant, then you're not that. I don't think they know how special Kevin Durant is till all these seven footers, and they're like, "Yo, you know, only one person in the world can That's do this." That's a one of one, and there's gonna be models <laughs> that look like it, and that ain't KD, right? Bro. That's not KD. They were trying to give. They were, I love Imani Bates' game, and they were trying to like call him next. They Kevin put him Durant. on like, a Sports yo, Illustrated not... cover, Jay Bird. <laughs> like, yo, Imani's tough. Imani's skilled, supremely skilled. He's tough, but he's also six. But you know what? The media has a job to. You got to hype somebody. Like, we got to put the hype behind somebody. We got to make somebody the next something. LeBron's on his way out. We got to give it to somebody, right? And he's about to be in San the game Antonio. Needs, the, the game needs you. Yeah, the game, the need, game, needs, the game you. needs Victor. So, No, you. Who's Tev? The game needs Tev. Like to suit up and throw the jersey on? Yes. I don't know, bro. I don't know if they deserve me. You still got it? What? Hey, for in, for everybody watching, talking to your Tev, mic, talking to your mic. For everybody watching, me and Tev, we're gonna start suiting up and going to go play. Yeah, I'll get y'all highlights because a lot. I got a men's league, Brody League. I've been going crazy. A lot of people think that they're a lot of people think that they're good, but it's crazy. Like a guy like me or Tev, like we go, we'll go to a men's league and look like Superman. Yo, do you really? We talked about this earlier on our earlier uh, episodes. How you think we fare in the two on twos? Against every podcast out there, cook it. They're cooked. Yo, I think we could get Mac Barnes in. We could get Matt Barnes in. Um, Stephen Jackson. I mean, I don't know. Like, I we might just have to send a um send a PSA to all the pods with two guys: the Matt Barnes, um, Knucklehead, Swishless. Um, yeah, Swishlick. Oh, hey, yeah, Swishlick can get it too. They're our partners. Hey. They can get it too. I don't think they want or or the owners. Amon, Amon could get it, yo. Austin, Amon, Austin, if y'all want those two, yeah, we could definitely get it popping. Yeah, hey, it's here. Now. The smoke is here. We're not. I don't think no. I don't think nobody's really trying to see us on those twos. Only ones. I'm not gonna lie. Matt Barnes and Stack. Stack still got game. Yeah, honestly, I, I was like, I was bluffing with Matt Barnes and that's a tough matchup. We're a little that's under. A, that's a tough matchup. Guard them. I can't guard them. Yeah, you don't guard, so um, that's too much weight yeah. on my shoulders on the defensive end. But then knuckleheads, they kind of big too. Hey. Q, Q Rich. Well, I think we could figure it out. They can't score. They can't score it enough. Yeah. What about um? I kind of want. I kind of want that Wally Gillo matchup too. Oh come on, you that's know, light work. You know. You know. You know. Uh, you know. Uh, Talk to me. You know Chauncey Gillips, right? Chauncey Gillips, yeah. Damian Gillips. You know he's kind of tough? No, no. He's he's like fake tough. He is whack, bro. I'm Yo, not going to lie. Like, he's like an JT, old man reliving listen, his glory. JT, 
JT went to a Delaware Blue Coats um, NBA G League workout or practice. I saw his highlights. Yeah. No, Chauncey Gillips. He said. He said, "Yo, that like dude that be on the podcast." Um, That's the rapper Gilly the Kid for all y'all out there. Gilly the Kid and Waddle. Yeah, they have said, a podcast said, called Million Dollars Worth of Game. Dope podcast. He said Gilly was a bucket. He's not a bucket. So That's I don't a know. He's might, I'll years let old. Gilly. I'll let Gilly get that. He can pick one. Of, he can. I'll let Gilly get any guest he's ever had. You know he's had Jason Tatum on there. Any guest. All right. So you you said Damian Gillard, right? Chauncey Gillard. So let's transition. I got a question for you. I've been thinking about this. Yeah. There's a trade. There's a new big three in town. Mm-hmm. We got uh, what is it? KD, Brad, Bill, Devin Booker. <laughs> Insane. Insane. First of all, let's talk about which big three ruined basketball. What's the big three you feel like? Some people say, some people say the Boston Celtics big three ruined basketball. What you think? Uh. Yo, you They're always really a do big this thing, Jay Bird. You always do this thing. We're on a podcast, and you take all the time you need to think about shit. Yo, they're in a, they're in, they really had a big four. Yeah, yeah, but I think that, no, but Ronda wasn't expected to be part of the um. Right. He showed right. up and um, showed out. I mean, they, I think they were all weren't they all like kind of on the tail of their careers? Which big three ruined basketball? I mean, Braun, of course. Braun, right? Braun. I think Braun. KD took it to to another level. Yeah, yeah. I think Braun's big three started a trend, ruined basketball, and then KD said, hold my beer. Like, what? Yo. (laughs) Up the skull. Yeah, for sure. So, with that big three being formed, which I'm going to blame it on Kevin Durant. I don't care if he had nothing to do with the trade. I know how I feel about KD. Obviously, probably one of the top three most talented players on the planet. But when he gets a ring with this big three, it's the same as his Golden State ring. It's the same as, like, bro, it's not what you're looking for. Who's playing point guard for this Suns team with Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Bradley Bill? I could play point guard for them. You could play point. My mom could play point guard for them. All you got to do is bring it up and give it to – you can – That's what they thought with the Celtics. With Celtics. This past Celtics, they thought anybody could just bring the ball. No, there's only two guys, and Jalen Brown and – you mean they didn't have point guard issues? Uh, uh, they did. Yeah, that's where key, they right? lacked that. But nah, okay, with that, like they, the point guard was they hit the point guard by committee with Brogdon. But Brogdon's a solid. Derek he's White. a solid point guard. Not overly talented, but he was running the Milwaukee Yo, show. Malcolm, they had the, but it was point guard by committee with Malcolm Brogdon, Derek White, and Malcolm Brogdon got six like, man of the year, bird. And no, that that speaks all- to production, bro. You can say we, yo, there's we can talk about how untalented we think he is, but the proof is in the pudding. You don't get six man of the year by being average, an average six man. You just gotta play minutes and come off the bench and score what 14, 15 points. All right, let me holler at you though. I was thinking about that. Talk, talk, sons. We gotta talk. Sons. Yeah, we, we going sons. sons. We going sons. All right, give me your take on the sun. Give me your thoughts on the sons. Let's start there. Yo, there's no way that this works. I feel like I just seen this. I feel like I just seen this in Brooklyn. Really? With James Harden, Kyrie, and KD. No way it works. No way. But when you saw it in Brooklyn, you expected it to work, right? Yes. But because you've seen it fail in Brooklyn, 
you don't think it's going to work here. Correct. Like, how does it work? Where does the basketball go? Who gets the last shot? Who's playing the one? Like, who gets the first shot? Who says what? Like, as soon as it goes bad, who's the blame? Like, this team isn't – they don't even have a – who's the leader? Okay, a couple things. Who gets the last shot? I think that's a I think that's a false narrative of, that they've made for big threes. They've made that for um, dynamic duos. All right. Who got the last shot on those Celtics teams? Paul Pierce, I would say. Without a question. Yeah. We know that. But on these big three teams, we don't know. Okay, so Miami, LeBron and D-Wade, there was like, who's who's going to be the man? Who's going to get the last shot? I feel like Wade got a lot of those last I shots. Think he, I think it just worked. And I think it... Like with Braun, he gives up the last shot, so it makes it easy on his co-host. So I think it's a false narrative because... We always say who gets a lot. Even when there's two good players on a team, we say we start getting into the Luca, Luca, Kyrie. Yeah, we get into the who gets the last shot conversation. They didn't know who got the last shot, bro. When Luke and Kyrie did it, they passed the ball to each other six times because they didn't know who to. They shoot. were trying to they figure chemistry out, though. Toes. They were trying to figure out chemistry. They didn't want to step on each other's. Toes. Yeah, which they see. That's when they need a guy like me on the team. That's gonna say what? As 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 Tyler. Who takes those last shots? It was just you were the only you were taking the last shot, the first shot, all the shots in between. That's different. Don't matter. I'm making them last shots though. But I think the narrative is false because I think it more so comes down to who's hot. Not who's who's hot at that moment. Not even who's hot. Cause I think KD could have 40 and Devin Booker can have the last eight. And it's like probably going to cause CJ McCullum and Dame Lillard. Figured out who took the last shot via who's having the better game. And nah. Damian Lillard is much ahead of CJ McCollum. That's why they're not together no more. <laughs> I think your star, it don't matter how he's playing or who's hot or whatever, your star always takes the last shot. Your guy. Really? Always takes the last I've, shot. Always. I've seen I've seen teams where dudes be 0 for 12, 0 for 13, coach give them the last shot and they cash that. But drive. those are teams with one definitive star. Big threes is matter. by committee. You got to know who the guy is. Still. And I think You're I think at the end of the day, there is a consensus that if Katie's on your team, he's obligated to take the last shot, and we can it's touch and go from there. But going into the game, we expect Katie to take the last shot. Now it's who's hot. All right, Devin Booker, you've made ten out of your last twelve field goals, and you're feeling it going into the fourth quarter. We might come to you. Like I think Katie is unanimously the last shot taker in the NBA. Out of anybody. And is Bradley Bill going for that? Honestly, I think Bradley Bradley Bill bows down to KD. I think he knows that. If there's one superstar, NBA people is, know that, yo, he gets – he's the top of the pecking list. It's KD, especially scoring the ball. He's not – I don't think Brad's going for that. Brad's, Brad's got an NBA scoring champ too. He has one, huh? Yes. KD has four. And? KD probably has averaged more than him playing with f four Hall of Famers. You get easier shots. You can argue that. That's a good argument, but it's... Uh, <laughs> I'm saying. A good argument. Get, I would throw it, that out in the court of law. I don't think it'll stick. You like you threw that one at the wall. You get, you, Tev, you know how it is. You play in men's leagues. Imagine playing on a team when everybody's really nice. You know the percentage you would shoot in a men's league when everybody's good? You know how That's hard like a, it is to get the basketball when everybody's a Hall of Famer? Not when everybody's on your team, when they... Hey, 
Who's better, Clay Thompson or Brad Bill? Bradley Bill. I'm not a Clay Thompson guy. Okay. Who's better, Steph Curry or Brad Bill? Steph. Wait, is it close with Clay Thompson and Brad Bill? Is it close? Yeah, I'm just not a Clay guy. So imagine these guys bowed down and gave a Kevin Bradley. <laughs> imagine what the yeah. what you think Brad Bill is about to do. We'll see how he's built. I'm not gonna lie, a true story. Kevin Durant came to Howard um, for open gym. Make sure to talk about the mic. Hey, so for anybody that doesn't know, KD's from DC. When I was at Howard, he used to come back for the open gyms. My um, my boy Kwame used to bring him through. So we're playing. KD's on my team. We got game point. He calls for it. Like, come on, man. You know where you at? It's the house that I built. Like, <laughs> why would KD? Why would Kevin Durant, Hall the future Hall of Famer, ask you for the rock for the last shot? Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to figure out the whole time. Like, yo. Get your butt to the baseline. Yeah. One, four, low. Get it off. The, Get it off the rim, baby. Get the ball off the No, nah, definitely. I'm with know. you on that. I don't know what KD was thinking, so I go get in my ISO bag, step back, shoot it, miss it. Missing a, missing a game winner with KD on the wing is crazy. We lose. Yeah. He comes up. He's talking to me and Kwame. He's like, yeah, shit, I ain't mad. I respect it. But don't let that shit happen again. Yeah, because that's low-key. <laughs> that's a basketball sin. Looking KD off is basketball blasphemy, bird. Listen. He's lucky because it was going to happen again. If we in Howard, if we was in Home Howard. Home court advantage. Oh, bro. Huh? Home court advantage. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I got over I got over 2,000 points Talk here. Talk about Kevin. it. I can't make them all. Go get a rebound. Yeah. Uh, he got to be more. KD, look. Like, no, no, I'm, I'm, true story, but I do love Kevin. No, nah, yeah, that's, yeah. We just shooting that's, shit. That's my dude. That's my dude. Question. So, all right. We know how I feel about, if you don't watch this podcast, if this is your first episode, I'm not filling you in because I'm not going to hate on KD. But we know how I feel about KD's decision making and his rings and whether all rings are built equally. But then I feel like I've been on prior podcasts getting on Dame Lillard about like, all right, you're loyal. We get it. Oh my gosh, bro. Go try to win. Like, and now I got to check myself, bird. Is, you kind of hate Dame. Just throwing No, I think Dame is amazing. I think he's a killer. No, I'm not doing that Stephen A. Smith shit where they start complimenting before they go get at you. That's what you're doing. No, no, I, fuck it. I take it all back. I take it all back. But Dame is who just he say is. You hate Dame. Just say you hate Dame and go for it. Okay, so. Where do you pick? What side of the fence do you fall on? Because it seems like no matter – I can empathize with these NBA players in this that no matter what side of the fence you fall on, someone is going to hate you. As long as you didn't win a ring, if you're not Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, every other player you're getting critiqued for your decision-making. Dame Lillard decides to right. stay. He has been very committed. What do you call it? Uh, he's not running from the grind. He's trying to win one important. He's not running from the grind. Like, Dame Lillard is a top tier. You know, my girlfriend cheats on me a thousand times, but I'm here for the long haul. I don't care. I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to see it through. I'm not changing trajectory. But people hate on him for that. Then KD, he's like, yo, as soon as the situation gets a little uncomfortable, as soon as I'm out, I'm out. Like, you don't got to worry about me being here. What does the Magic Johnson mean? I'm not, not going to be, be here. here. 
Like, I ain't gonna be here. Man. I'm not gonna be here. Like as soon as it gets a little rocky, you don't have to worry about seeing Kevin Durant the next day. So which side of the fence? What is the right approach? People are gonna judge you regardless, but what is the right way to approach this? First, get all the money you can. So that leans toward Dame. Keep building. First, get all the money you can. Um, make sure your family is straight. Like that's your number one is get the bread. Mm-hmm. As much money as you can. Yeah. Like two, of course, is like your happiness and your day to day. Like that's your work life. So like if you don't like it or whatever it is, like bounce. Like and then three, of course, like everybody wants some type of legacy in their profession or their career in the NBA. Like I guess that's when you get a ring. But everybody's different. Like when you have that much bread, like does Dame just want to be the biggest dog in the history of Portland? Like, just be like the mayor of Portland? Like, I don't, I think that's pretty cool too. Yeah. Like, like Dirk in Dallas, can you imagine? But Dirk has a ring. Yeah. And all you but need for, as far as ring culture, all you need is one. You knock that off the list. You don't need to get four. You don't need to get five. You're not in that, you're not in that Kobe range. You're not in that LeBron range where, the amount of ring starts counting. Once you got a ring and ring culture, you can breathe easy. Yeah. Like Dirk. Dirk has one ring. Some guys made it look easy, like Tim Duncan. Yeah, but he was, he got, and that is another thing. Some of these guys are drafted to the right place. Perfect situation. Hall of Famers around you. Built around them. And they're built around Literally, like, I think a lot of players, if they got drafted to San Antonio, they're, I think if a Gilbert Arenas is on San Antonio to start his career, we're looking at him as first ballot Hall of Famer, but he didn't. Yeah, he was in Golden State. So where do you where do you lean towards? Are you going the KD route or the um, Dame Lillard route? Because either way, you're getting criticized, Bird. It's crazy because I, I I I I'm really on both sides. Yeah. Like I don't think there's no right or wrong. It's like all up to your preference. Cause like you said, it doesn't matter regardless of what you do. Like the media is gonna bury you underneath the prison. Yeah. As long as you don't win. Like, if you win, you're job. good. Winning hides all flaws. But people still don't respect KD's ring. Oh yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I retract redacted. So statements. he's still the one outlier whose ring doesn't count. Yeah. So in these situations, how I look at it is WWKD, like any basketball decision, it's just WWKD. You know that is. What would KD do? What would Kobe do? Like, however, I think Kobe'd approach it. That's the right decision. But with that Kobe being said, tra- Kobe wanted to. Kobe wanted to. I was about to say that. Like, you know, are you saying right here on this show that you want to be traded? Yeah, I would. I would like to be traded. Yeah. There's no, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. As time goes on, like all these players that are our favorites, all these nostalgic legends, their flaws or whatever happened gets swept under the rug. Like it, it's almost like Kobe never smiled on the court. He never slipped up. And Kobe's like one of my favorite players, if not my favorite player. But he slipped up before. Kobe. Yeah. He asked for a trade. I like it's, it's not even rumored that he asked for a trade. Like he. Is on, I think, the Stephen A. Smith show. Hopefully, we can find this highlight. Why don't people do that? Why don't people do that anymore? Sorry to cut you off. What? Ask for trades publicly, like on talk shows. 
has a, have a lot of people done that, or is Kobe an outlier? Can you think of somebody else that's asked for a trade publicly? I remember like NFL players used to just like like Terrell Owens would be at his house doing sit ups in front of the media talking about yeah I want to get be a do a trade. I don't think Terrell like, Owens is the um, trajectory that you, I don't think that's the mold that you want to follow career wise, career choice wise, not career wise. Yeah, Kyrie asked for a trade out loud. He was on. He also was yeah. on first take, saying that he was ready to leave. But with that being said, yeah, nah, Kobe did ask for a trade, low key, and Kobe's looked at as the loyalist, twenty years, one team, but he asked for a trade. But you know me and my Kobe standum, I believe I'm a conspiracy theorist. I believe he just asked for that trade to put the fire under them dudes, like yo, get the roster together and move me out of there, like. But that's just me reaching for Kobe. Typical. Next top. Next topic. All right. So, yo, all right. I, let me. Next topic. This is the last topic. Talk to me. Yo, I, it's crazy. We're coming back to KD. I seen a KD mix on. I think it was on Twitter. I seen a KD mix yeah. from when the NBA lockout happened. Yeah. And I was just thinking to myself, like, was that time of the NBA lockout the best time in hoops? Like. When every regular person who usually couldn't afford to go to an NBA game got to see their favorite hoopers up close and personal. Like, yo, I remember seeing John Wall at Winston-Salem State going nuts. John Wall. Like, LeBron was there. LeBron. Kyrie. Yeah. yeah. Like, star-studded events. Yeah. Yo, we need another lockout, bro. We don't need a lockout. That's a strong. But Yo, that's... we need another lockout. Yo, if Ja can't play twenty five games, bro, lock this lock lockout. I want to see Ja. Yeah. I want to see Ja at an open at a at a pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout oh, out Ja. Twenty. They gave my man twenty five to life. Free him. He ain't do it. The gun was fake. You know that. Yo, he. That's what I'm saying. Like, did they not see the next day when he posted the video of him lighting the literally with the gun? Nah, I couldn't agree more. Free Ja. Y'all know the gun was fake, and y'all just trying to keep a black man down. They're dead wrong for that, but nah. That's what I'm saying. Like, every time there's a video, well, I don't know why everybody keeps trying to hand y'all a gun. Like, it's everybody he's hanging it's around. It's not his fault. Make these... That's what I'm saying. Everybody's hanging around is making him make these decisions. Like, bruh, the gun was fake, and this is everybody's always wants, like, the worst for him. Yeah. Like, he's a great individual, great dude. Like, but nah. he he's only does the right thing. Listen, bro, nah, I agree with you. You said that earlier in pre-production. The lockout was the purest form of basketball. The pure, like, oh, forget man. that the fans could see free basketball. You got, let's. This is another thing. You got my man, one of my one of my favorite players. I'll give y'all a list of my favorite players one day, like all of them, because I feel like I say that for a lot of hoopers. Lou Will, during the lockout, Lou Will just announced it. Shout out Lou Will. Shout out the Underground Goat. We need Lou Will on here. Lemon Pepper Lou, Lou Willville, all that. We need you on here, Lou. Six man, six man, six guy. Lou Will is like a, a unknown. Like when he says underground goat, like that's what he refers to himself as. He's really that. Like he's really that, Jay Bird. Like the lockout, whatever city you saw Lou Will in, it could be KD on the court. It could be LeBron James on the court. It could be Kyrie Irving on the court. If you look up the stats, which I used to do because I'm a basketball junkie. Lou Will was finishing with 50. 
40. There was a Philly versus a Philadelphia versus DC game. A lot of mm -hmm. star-studded, all your favorite players were in there. Lou Will's pulling up with 42 points, 44 points. And I'm like, what the lockout really did, kind of like Black Ops runs, the Chris Berkeley yeah. runs that are going to New York. Right. NBA players, there's NBA players on benches or that are stuck in certain roles. That, yo, catch him in the open gym, bro. And he's going to look just like your neighborhood superstar. <laughs> no, for real. Like these dudes, they really give it up, but they're in systems or they don't know how to oh, play man. under system basketball. They don't know how to do it under the whistle. And all due respect, Lou Will has averaged 20 points per game on a playoff on a number four team in the West. So this doesn't right. apply to Lou Will. But, bro, yes, bro, the lockout was the time for it. Bro, another one. We're going to have, we're doing this thing. We're starting with the 2010 class. We're having a lot of your favorite 2010 All-Americans, your favorite 2.2 million views on YouTube. We're going to have a couple of those guys. We started with Ryan. Josh Shelby during that lockout. Josh Shelby was showing up and showing out, and he was not in the NBA yet. No. And he never played a day of NBA basketball. No, he's played some NBA basketball, but this is not an NBA player. And Josh right. Shelby was in there holding his own and beyond. He was torturing. Do you remember the Josh 30, Shelby 30 versus plus. Brendan Jennings battles? Roll clip right here. And I remember like that Brandon, that Under Armour. I want to say it was in Baltimore or something like Brandon they Jennings. Like, this is peak. This is peak double nickel. Brandon yes. Jennings. Like this is him. For, in what, his, is it, what is this like, haircut called? What is this? What is, the Gumby. The Gumby. <laughs> this is Brandon Jennings at his all time peak swag on a hundred thousand million. Him and Brent, him and Josh Shelby are going at it. And I remember hoop mixtape. They did this. This was foul. You guys can go look up the hoop mixtape mix. They made it look like a matchup. But if you read the description, Josh Shelby had 40, 50 on this dude. Like, he was murdering him. But you don't get to see these guys, these talents, all the time in your regular season games. Like, you know, maybe a Bones Highland. Bones, you can, like, he gets to do that under the work. He had a crazy, he had a crazy summer mix, He too was wild this, this summer. You don't get to, and that's why, yo, the lockout hey, was that on hey. steroids. Hold on, though. Um. I think it's for the love of the game. It's a um, it's a pro am in Richmond. Okay, yeah, where you had seventy. Nah, they said Bones went there, didn't couldn't get ten points. Like they was on his ass. Ooh, not my guy. Yeah, not my guy. Bones. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Bones, from, get in the comments. The Tell us this cap is it cap or facts. That's what I heard. I don't know. So you think that was the most pure know. time in basketball? 100%. Like, I just remember, like, being a kid, and I look up, and Braun and KD are matched up, and they're going back and forth, bucket for bucket. Like, Melo showed up to some of those, too, right? 
Yeah, Melo, Melo was in that one with KD and Braun. Like, dude, everybody was playing. All right. I'm like, I even remember Russell Westbrook playing in them, and, like, nobody sees Russ play in no programs or no pickups for real. That was definitely a good time in hoop, bro. That was a good time in hoop. Like, Great now, the the only, like the, now the people who just dominate the pickups are Remy's, Taylor Sports, out, Remy's, Remy's out here in Miami. Rico Hines. Taylor Sports out here in Miami. Rico Hines and Chris Brinkley. Like, it's only four places that NBA players play now. You got to show up to the Drew League, too. And that league you guys got, you played in the league in Miami. I played I played, in a Miami Pro. The only thing, Miami Pro is a good league. It's, it's run well. It's organized. I, I will give them that. But the only thing that I just don't appreciate it is how all the NBA players just want to play on one team. Oh, they, like, they I think team if up? It was like, bro, it'd be like six NBA guys on one They're team. They're under KD like, shit. Like, they all play on Taylor Sports. And they all play on Remy's. Like, I think if it would make it more competitive, put two guys, put two NBA guys on each well, team. Well, you know, that's another thing. I feel like, I, don't, I could be wrong, but I feel like pros don't want to match up, go at it, see each other. I don't think when pros Dude. see each other in the summer, I don't think, which is why we were really blessed in the lockout. I don't think they're trying to tear each other's heads off. Superstar respect. But, but dude, they don't got to guard each other. But, like, it's just, and bro, I'm telling you, like, I looked up and it was a game. It was freaking Bam Adebayo, Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, and um, what's the – Derek Jones all on the same team. But you know what? As a fan, fans will take that. Fans will take that. But they're matched up against somebody who has a 9-to-5 job. They're matched up against you, Jaybird. No, not me. They didn't want that. If they matched up against yeah. me, somebody would be out of a job. <laughs> if if I see these guys in these programs or I see these – Bro, someone would be out of a job. Yeah, Yo, you know the summer's coming now, up. Am I saying, am I saying that I can guard them? By no means. Yeah. But I will score. Yeah. I feel like I can score every time I get the ball. Guard? I'm not saying. Okay, that. Jaybird, can I talk to you about something? And we can we can get about it here after this. Yeah. So you said they don't want. I said they don't want to guard each other. You said they don't got to guard each other. We're talking about the concept of guarding each other. And that just brings to mind. I saw Julius Randle today on the Paul George podcast. Right. He was telling He's a story. Well. PG, P, PG's doing all right. PG's podcast is pretty good. Yeah. PG. Podcast P. Podcast P. Yes, sir. His podcast is dope. With that being said, they were going into stories, and I think he was talking about matching up with Andrew Wiggins in high school. Talked about that matchup. He said, and I quote, he said, you know, Wiggins got the best of me. And that really mm-hmm. propelled my career forward because, you know, I lost that matchup. But he said he was the number one player in 2013. Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins classified up and they matched up and Wiggins got the best of him. Mm-hmm. Now, I happen to have been on that CIA bouncer roster. I happened to be at that game. I was on that. Like, I was part of that roster. I was on the team. Oh, so like Julius had to go through you too. All right, guys, keep going. <laughs> Listen here, Jay Bird. What did J. Cole has a famous quote? He said, you know, said he only got like four or five buckets. So you know you gotta yeah. multiply it by three. Yeah. It was not get the best of him is an understatement. But I was Demolish. at that game. I mean, I was on the team. No, no, no. No, you were you, you were at the game. Let's let's rewind. Let's rewind some. Let's forget the game. I'm going to give Julius Randle 
the other side of the story. We're in the van. It's a big matchup. Julius Randle's number one. Wiggins is, I think he's about to be number one. Jabari Parker. He hasn't reclassed. He, re- he, re- he was probably still a, a class under before he reclassed. Yeah, so, but Jabari Parker is supposed to be number one, but he's hurt that summer. This is a big matchup, Bird. And I'm like this funny, I'm playful on the on the team van. We're headed to the game. Guys, the guys who are playful and funny, for for our fans that don't know, the guys that are playful and funny, like on the way to the are game. Gangsters. Like, their minutes like matter, but they're just not like key contributors. I've been there on teams. I've been there on You know what? Teams. I want to get upset at you, but that's just a fact. But there is a game where oh, we played we played somebody. You but the thing is, these guys will have good games. I was about to say we played somebody where all the we had already we had already uh, solidified our spot in PCM, <laughs> and all the starters sat out. You know I pulled up. You, bro, you know I pulled up with 25. I you know, I I know you would, though. 25. Listen, this is Jam. John Calipari, uh, Tubby Smith, all your favorite coaches are there. Tep pulls up with 25. Let's not get it to – let's not do that. I'm going – Let's not do that I'm today. Let you, yes, sir. Listen, I, I, I understand. I've been – Yeah, here. you know what it is. Listen, but the thing is on that, I really think that, like, for that player who's, like, minutes can kind of not matter at times. Yeah. It's really just a thing to psych yourself out so that you're just not depressed. It's a coping mechanism. You got to have. Yes. <laughs> One thing I'm going to do, we're in Atlanta, Georgia, Peach State. I'm going to have fun. So I'm playing in the car like, yo, I'm like, man. And Wiggins is just like how they paint Joker. Wiggins is very mm-hmm. unassuming, humble. Like, But mind you, he's the best player on the He's the next LeBron James. He's the, the next LeBron the James. Hands down. You watch the highlight tape. Two. Two classes, he's the best. He's the best 16s, and he's the best in 17s. Forget like, about it. Wiggins is really yeah. that. And you know, this is a big matchup. Wiggins got a lot to prove. But I'm, I don't care. I'm not playing like that. I'm going to mess around in the, in the car or whatever. I'm like, yo, Randall's about to bust your ass, bro. I could tell. You don't look ready. Nothing like that. But Wiggins has this like unassuming, playful manner about him where he's like, where he shows all 50 teams. He's, yeah, like, he's acting like he's scared. He's like, oh, my gosh. Can, you guys just make sure you guys play help side. Like, I, do I have to guard him? Like, this is on the van there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's like, do I have to guard him? Uh, you guys just play help side and I'll be good. You know, he was bluffing the other way. Bro, <laughs> when that game started, I'm really thinking, like, yo, is this dude scared for real? Like, I'm not, uh-huh. I'm not fucking with him, you know? When that game started, like, yo, who wants to guard Julius? Like, like, me. I got him. Like, and y'all don't help. Like, <laughs> I'm good. So <laughs> he's locking him up, whatever. And there's this thing about Wiggins, and I'm on, I've played with him. So I'm on both sides of the fence. Pause. You what? Pause. Mm, that's crazy. That was crazy. Pause. Hey, yo. I've been on the same team as him. So I've seen both sides of the fence. Wiggins, I think in his draft reports, I think KG said it. They say he's not competitive. Right. They say he's under. And I've seen Wiggins. He gets bored. He does get bored. And he was so much more talented than everybody. in Top-tier players. He gets bored easy. But Jaybird, let it be a fucking matchup. Let it be you versus him. Y'all seen it. Y'all have all seen it with the LeBron James matchups with Wiggins when he got traded from the Cavs. And he had something to prove when it was time to play LeBron. And he's coming through with 23 first half points. Like the lion mm-hmm. comes out. The lion comes out for real. Mm-hmm. 
So with that being said, it, it it wasn't a matchup. It wasn't, yo, he got the best of me. Wiggins, Child's play? Wiggins might have had 30, and Julius probably scraped 15. And when I say 15, like, bro, we know how matchups go. It was like, you know, put back buckets, fast break buckets. It wasn't Wiggins is guarding him, guarding Julius Randle, yeah. like locking yeah. his shit up, trying to prove a point. I'm on the side, like I thought. I thought bro was scared. You feel me? And it got so bad. And mind you, Wiggins is guarding him. Julius, I don't know why he's saying he got the best of me because Julius was not guarding him. To the point, y'all can y'all can go on Twitter to this day. There was a chant in the crowd, swear to God, because these are two top. I'm not lying. If I'm lying, God strike me down. There was a chant going in the crowd. When it got quiet, it was guard Wiggins. <laughs> guard Wiggins. Y'all go type this in on the Twitter shirts. Go type in hashtag guard Wiggins. It's a thing. He was not guarding him. And Wig even after the game, I'm like, oh no, this kid is different. So I pull Wiggins to the side. I'm like, bro. You did that, like you're you're the guy. Like, oh, you put him, you put him to the side, like um, like when Draymond was talking to exactly, yeah, <laughs> just like that. Like, you gotta put your face on that, yo. That's the that's the thing. That's the that's, that's the, the thumbnail. Thing. That's the, the thumbnail. That's the thumbnail. <laughs> I pulled him to the side, and I'm like, bro, you're really that. And he was like. I swear to God, if I'm lying, God strike me down once again. I don't tell lies on the bird. I lie other places. I'm not lying on the Bird's View podcast. This means too much to me. Wiggins was like, Tev, best player in the world. Like, best player in the world. So shout out to Julius Randle for coming clean about that story. He didn't. And you know what? No one's going to put the extras on it that, like, he said he got the best of me. I'm like, bro, he didn't get the best of you. He shrimp parmain. Like he shrimp scampi. He turned Julius to shrimp scampi. It was hibachi. He cooked right in front. I'm like, you doing this in front of everybody? Like, you know, that man got a family. Damn. But it was Yo, it was crazy question. though. Quick question: What player did you play against? Maybe if it was on the circuit or the crib, who somebody you played against was like, you got that same fire how Wiggins gave to. Um, Julius, like, who did you play? It was like, yo, I gotta, I know I have to get better. I have my guy. Okay, go first. I have two people. I have two people. Go first. In high school, it was this guy. He was like three classes above me. His name was Tyree Lee. And he was just like super fast, super aggressive, super athletic guard. He was small, but he always played me like extremely hard. Like, he really made me better. Yeah. Like, he used to always back tip from like anytime I got the ball, he was getting me, always trying to rip me, like, all this, like, he made me a, a lot better guard, a lot faster. Yeah. And on the circuit, Yogi Ferrell. Yogi Ferrell, tell, tell us about that matchup. What was what were the problems he brought? Yogi Ferrell played on the Dallas Mavericks. He went to Indiana. Great player. Plays overseas. He's really – I don't know how he's playing overseas right now, but it's a top-tier player. Yes, go ahead. Top-tier player, top-tier guard, smart, strong, athletic, small. And it wasn't necessarily our matchup. But, like, when we used to go to Nationals, like, we had a really good team. We were always competing um, to finish, like, top 10. So, we never really got to match up. He was just the premier guard. And at that time, I could just see, like, 
He's head and shoulders above all of us. Okay, so just how they stuck out. All right, I'm trying to think. Just how they stuck out. He was head and shoulders above all of us. And everywhere you go is Yogi, 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 Yogi. Like, that's all it was at these tournaments. So, I played everybody, bro. Played a lot of good. But who's one guy? Maybe he got the best out of you. are like, dang, like, I got I to gotta lock in. You know what? And it could be somebody who we don't even know. It could be somebody from your neighborhood. You know what's crazy? I want to keep it. I want to, just for the viewer's sake, I want to keep it somebody that they can all relate to. And I'm going to even keep it that same tournament where Wiggins and Julius Randle's ma Julius Randall matched up. And mind you, I told you I wasn't playing a lot, but I'm supposed to be mm -hmm. a defender. And I'm not really a defender, bro. I'm just from the You're hood. You're just the best defender on the team. No, I'm just from the hood, and I don't like it. So I seen Iman Shumpert say that. There's a, a clip that just came out. He got labeled this defensive guy, and he's like, bro, I'm from Chicago. We don't like getting scored on. So I just bring – and like, they label me this defender. I feel like that, too. I'm like, I just get embarrassed when I get scored on. But whatever, get the yeah. defender label. So – and I'm we're going to have time on the podcast, too. Ah. Yeah, we have time on the podcast too at some point because he's not gonna like this, Tyler Ennis. So we are playing against a Minnesota team. I forgot the name of the Minnesota team that's on PGM. Playground? Maybe. Was it Wisconsin Playground Warriors or something? No, no, no. It was not them. It was not them. Uh, oh. So they got this light skinned guard coming off picking rolls, making every right decision. He's just hooping. And mind you, I'm not really getting ticked, but they're like, yo, someone's got to slow him down. Yo, Tab, go get in there. When I tell you Tyus Jones, he was running off bucket after bucket, making the right decision, looking like John Stockton mixed with Steve Nash, mixed with, I don't know, whatever scoring, Fred Van Vliet. I'm like, yo, damn. Just a pro, right? And he's coming off screens, and I'm just making every right decision. I'm like, damn, I really can't do anything with this kid right now. It wasn't enough to – there's this thing where he's coming off screens and, you know, basketball players, they like to throw themselves some bail, shoot themselves some bail. Like, he wasn't really killing me. He was using screen and rolls. But bro, he was making every – it just looked like a next-level point guard. I'm going to give yeah. you a couple more. Devontae smith Reyes. I never played against him. But I'm watching him, and I'm like, nah, this dude is skilled, crafty, like poised. Like he was at a different level. Yeah. But I'm going to give you the real person. I played with this person day in, day out. And I wanted to say this about Wiggins also. I'm going to give Wiggins his high school credit because I'm the younger generation, all the younger kids that are watching this, they don't understand what Wiggins was in high school. Like Wiggins yeah. was really that deal. Like they were really comparing him to – LeBron James, like Wiggins is right. So when I talk about the best players that I played with in high school, I do this thing to give every other player I played with a fair shot. I say Wiggins doesn't count. Like, yeah, I go best player excluding Wiggins. Almost how in the NBA, when I say best player in the NBA, I'm like, LeBron doesn't count. Like, yeah. Now the best guard I've ever suited up with, ever, Cole Jay Bird. Josiah Turner, Oakland Soldiers. Also, went, I went to QEA with him. Forget about it. That good. Forget about it. Playmaker, dynamic, strong, crazy passer. Like, 
pass first lead guard. I, you couldn't tell me he wasn't a one and done talent. And he should have been a one and done talent, but things didn't shake out how they were supposed to. He went to Arizona, got in a little trouble there. But Josiah, I remember Anthony Fields was our point guard prior to. He went to Wake Forest, really good player, solid player. And I thought Ant was good. And he went high major. He went to Wake Forest. Josiah transferred over. And I remember Googling him before he got here. I'm like, oh, we got Josiah Turner. He's number three point guard in the nation. All right. right. He looks all right. Let's see what he looks like in practice. Remember that first practice, it took no time for me to be like, this dude is amazing. And that's from a guard. It's, It's all skill. It's all passing. It's all poise. It's all composure. It's all sauce because he was saucy too right like i after the first practice um all right i need my locker beside his like i was in school with them i'm trying to figure out yo what do you eat for breakfast like what do you what do you think like what everything i'm stealing everything i remember one of the biggest compliments i think i hit a spin move one practice got an and one he was like bro stop trying to play like me I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, you know this? <laughs> you know, Josiah was my guy. That's a cool dude. I hope he's good. Like, we gotta get him on here then. Ah, Josiah's not coming on this podcast. I ain't gonna lie. He he, too cool for school. I talk to him online oh. and stuff, but he's like a low key character. But he was dope. He was crazy. I played with Tyler Ennis. Played with a whole bunch of played that against Oakland Soldiers team was kind of crazy. Aaron was Aaron Gordon on that one. Did he play up with them? Nick Johnson. Nick Johnson. Uh, they had the big too. Dominic Artis. They had a squad, but Josiah, bro. I played against I played against Oakland Soldiers with Dominic. Yeah, how was that? We beat them. He was really talented too. He was really I enjoyed watching him play. Like whenever I seen him on. Yeah, good, 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 good player. I think he got in some trouble at Oregon, yeah. and then that's when he went to. Yeah, definitely. Dominic Artis, shout outs to him. Great player as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. What you think? You think we're good? Yeah, man, take us home. This is a great conversation. Another great podcast. Jaybird, once again, ain't tell y'all halfway through. Like, comment, subscribe. Y'all don't be commenting. Let us know, bro. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know what topic. Let Jaybird know how wrong he is about probably 80% of his takes. He's not going to get mad. He's not going to do anything to y'all either because he's not. You know what I mean? Good kid. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. If you watch two minutes of this podcast, you know we love you. If you watch the whole podcast. We love you. And then we take it out like this. You could be anywhere in the world. But you here with us. Yes, sir, Ski. Back outside, I'm ducking no smoke. It's up in the stock with nowhere to go. I hit a goal, they move in the post. It is what it is, I know how it goes. Picture is perfect, I'm striking a pose. You cannot compete, it's not even close. Feeling myself, I'm doing the most. You are what you eat, I ordered the goat.